This isn't part of Matt Stewart's. He's waving at me. The person on the other end of the Zoom is waving at me. It's got this transparent kind of lucid look to them. Oh my God. Come and have a wave with me. Come and catch a wave with me. Wait a minute. Gonna catch a wave with big wave, Dave. Come and catch a wave with me. For haunting sounds. Oh no, it's Big Wave Dave. Hello. Are you here to talk about that lawsuit your family's currently putting me through? We are, uh, we've got several lawsuits in, in action at the moment. I Number one, suing you for destroying comedy which used to be a joy to us in the big wave community. Number two, we're suing Halloween. Okay. Cause I got the, I got the, I got the papers. Wait, hold on. Let me have a look. I misread it. It does say here destroying comedy. I thought it was, you was, the family was suing me because you died on my show. That's uh, that's part of it. That was one of the major things that destroyed comedy. I thought we were just going to, have a lovely time on your podcast and just destroy regular everyday comedy. I didn't think you were going to destroy me. Well, in a way, your life was a comedy, if I remember. Exactly. That's exactly my point. But if your life, most, if your life was a comedy, would that, did you enjoy that? I mean, most people don't like their lives to be, because it implies some sort of patheticness. Well, look, I'm happy to be pathetic if it involves having a nice morning in the dewy wet air of a Hawaiian beach and just catching a few big waves with some of my fellow wave enthusiasts. Hmm. And now you're in hell or heaven. I don't want to put assumptions on you. It's uh, it's purgatory. Uh, seems like there was some unfinished business. God seemed to think I was a surfer. I don't know where he gets that fucking shit from. And uh, there's some paperwork issues. I'm trying to explain to him that I'm just someone who enjoys to throw a big wave out every now and then and uh, share a greeting, a nice hello. I'm uh, pretty sure this was a big sticking point for you last time as well, if I remember. It's not a sticking point for me. I just like to throw a big wave out and every now and then people say, hey, how was the surf this morning? And why would I know anything about the surf? 
Hmm. Again, again. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah, it's all coming back to me. Carol Parker was there. She's been on the show since. I mean, she might be a robot now. I don't know if you know that. I was not informed of her robot switch. Well, she said she. Well, here's where she kind of relates to you. I think she's a robot, but she keeps saying she's not a robot. Well, you guys I think might relate to you. I think people are what they say they are. For example. I like to catch a few big waves down on the beach. That makes me Big Wave Dave. I am not a surfer. Okay, well, we're, we're, we're treading back to old territory now. But now, what are you doing? Where's, that, where's Matt? Where's Matt Stewart? That, uh, we call that treading water in the Big Wave game. But uh, Matt okay. Stewart, uh, Matt Stewart uh, I've bumped in from the show. Uh, I've got some uh, issues with this um, living world that I want to bring up. And hopefully solved today on your show. And you, this show is the platform, the show where I broadcasted your death. Yeah, well, it's where I transferred from the beautiful world of just having lovely exchanges in the morning on the beach with that dewy, fresh morning Hawaiian air to a place of purgatory where I'm going to tell you something horrible. The air's not dewy at all. Mm. It's just neutral. I don't think of purgatory as having air. Exactly. It's or, neutral. Well, then it's just nothing at all, isn't it? There's no air at all. Yeah. It's, it's having no air neutrality now? Yeah, it's, it's the neutral life of purgatory. It's, uh, sex is still rampant, but you don't feel anything. Sex is still rampant in purgatory. Yeah. Oh, it's just We just like to meet up in big groups and carry out our wildest fantasies, but you don't feel anything. And I'll tell you something, you just keep pushing it further and further and further, hoping something will be felt. Emotionally or physically? Because I've had a lot here where I felt nothing emotionally. There's no emotions nor physical enjoyment of moist bodies grinding against each other. Okay, so are you just securing your place in hell? If you keep doing that in purgatory, isn't that what it is? The limbo between... It's the limbo, yes. Uh, they're just figuring out the paperwork. God tried to put me up in this beautiful uh, shack down by Waimea Bay, which is not the Waimea Bay in Hawaii, but a similar one in heaven, which is just for surface. And I said to him, I don't surf. And he said, but you're big wave Dave. And I said, have you not been paying attention, God? Are you just looking at the, the fine print, not even the fine print? You're just looking at the headlines and not reading the articles? And God's like, look, I've got a lot on my mind. I've got all this stuff happening with QAnon that I'm dealing with. And, uh, and I said, that's no excuse. And so we're, we're having a bit of a debate over where I'm going to end up. Okay, but, but you're having sex with these people. And even though you're not feeling anything, I am assuming you're not married to these people. No. Well, it turns out it's only a sin if you can feel it. Right, so that's where everyone's been going wrong, is that we felt it physically. If you, if you have premarital sex and you feel it, you've, um, you're, you're a sinner. Okay, okay, is this opening up a door, though, where I could just take muscle relaxers, and my, the, my partner could take muscle relaxers, and they just get all numb, and then we feel well, nothing? Like I said, God's not um, paying attention to the main body of the article. He's just looking at the headlines. So if you say I felt nothing, 
and it'll probably pass the mustard. Wait, so I can feel something, but as long as I say... Well, that just sounds like a lie to me. I'd want to actually not feel it myself. I'm not a liar, Ross. When I say I'm big wave Dave and I'm just hanging out, letting a big swell build up behind me and just catching that wave with a big swift uh, movement across the front of the wave to share my greeting, I'm talking about waving. I don't lie. Okay, you don't lie. But you are maybe lying to yourself, maybe? It's a sort no. of lie, I guess. I don't think it's possible to lie to yourself because you can hear your own thoughts. I don't know about you, but I've never heard any thought I've ever had in my life. You can't hear your thoughts? No, I can't. What are you thinking now? Well, look, I don't know. I'm just sort of just sitting here. Kind of annoyed, to be honest. I mean, this is the second Halloween episode in a row where some supernatural thing has bumped off guest Matt Stewart. Well, I'm, I apologize to Matt Stewart. I'm sure he's having a lovely time wherever he is. Um, but I've got, I've got a bone to pick with this Halloween. You're suing Halloween mean, as well. I remember that. Yes. I don't mean a skeleton bone. I mean, as in the, uh, the cliche statement to pick a bone. The bone you're not feeling. I, I don't feel, when I play with my bone, <laughs> I don't feel a thing. Because I'm in Purgatory, Ross, where you sent me. I didn't send you there personally. To be fair, a demon that was following Carol Parker around shot you, if I remember correctly. That is I correct. Have, I have nothing to do with it. When I was booked on Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy, I was not told there would be any murderous demons. Well, to be fair, when I booked you on initially, in the back of my head, I thought this was going to be a guy that sends off some surfing tips. Oh, where do you get stuff from like that from? That's just, that annoys me that that would come up, even in your thought process. Which Where in Big Wave Dave, does, does anything about surfing get mentioned? Well, when I thought it out loud, because I've never thought in my own head in my life. I reckon you should try it, it's, it's nice. But it seems like a lot of times, you've come across people who seem to think you're a surfer. Yeah, and it's keep denying, happened. denying, denying. It's happened a couple of times now. There's been you, there's been God. And a couple of times people show up to my workshops, how to catch the big wave with Big Wave Dave on the coastline down on the beaches, down at Bell's Beach. You can catch one this Friday. There's, we're, we're not traveling to Hawaii at the moment because of COVID restrictions. I mean, also you, you're in purgatory and you're a ghost. Yes. That Just probably because, doesn't help either. Well, it's, it's not helping with the sales. I'll tell you that because, uh, you know, you show up in someone's house and try and hand them a flyer. They go, where'd you come from? And awesome. I say through the wall. And okay. They're, they're like, are you a ghost? And I'm like, well, I'm in purgatory. You tell me. Okay. Well, do you think this is maybe not a good sales tactic to just kind of go through potential customers' walls? Well, I can't knock on their door, can I, Ross? I can't feel anything. I wouldn't know if I'd knocked or not. So you're pretty much trespassing into people's places. Which granted, there's no law saying you can't move between physical spaces if you're a can. There's no ghost laws. No, the law. The laws of man no longer apply to me. We now exist in our own uh, realm where the only law and the only sin is to feel something. Right, but you don't. You don't feel anything. You don't feel anything. So it's easy. It's real it's simple. It's a real easy life, to be honest. I'm quite happy with it. 
that's the, if there's one problem I'm thinking I have these days, everyone's feeling too much. Well, not once they reach purgatory where you can just grind your moist body up against another moist body and you won't feel a thing. Hmm. I got to say, that sounds, does not sound good at all. Oh, you'll try to feel something. You'll keep going harder and further and push the boundaries beyond what the realm of man could even comprehend. But you just won't reach the feeling. Do you sometimes feel a little bit? You think you feel a little bit and that just motivates you to keep going, to try and catch that again? You feel like a feeling is coming. It's like you're on the verge of a feeling. It's actually one of the hottest songs on the charts down here is Verge of a Feeling. I'm on the verge of a feeling. I'm on the verge of a feeling. It's a great song. All right. Did all of Blue Suede die in, 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 in Purgatory? I'm not too sure. Did who die? Blue Suede. They did Blue Suede, song, yeah. Did a song called Hooked on a Feeling. Oh, they did That's Hooked on a Feeling. Very similar uh, to that Verge on a Feeling song you're describing to me. Very different. They're, on the, they're, they're hooked on a feeling. We don't even have a feeling. We're just on the verge of one. Right. But is it their song that they're singing? It's a very different sentiment. It's like if someone likes to throw a big wave out there every now and then, it doesn't mean they're a surfer. Just because you're hooked on a feeling doesn't mean you're on the verge of a feeling. It's very different sentiments, Ross. I know, but they're very similar. And I would think maybe it's the same people. You'd think wrong. Okay. And you, but you, hey, you said you can't hear your thoughts. I can't hear my thoughts. Every thought I've ever had, I've spoken it out loud. I can't hear my can own you, thoughts in my head. Can you, can you hear your voice verbalizing thoughts in your head? In my head? No. Out loud, like right now? No. So what happened? So you don't have any thoughts that are unexpressed? No. If everyone, anyone knows me is that I always say what I feel. I wear my heart on my sleeve. Well, that sounds dangerous. Well, no. Big wave, Dave. It's not literal. It's an expression to mean you're very, you're open, you're vulnerable. I don't cut open my chest, grab my heart out, duct tape my heart to my wrist and say, look, I'm wearing my heart on my sleeve. Well, surely it would require some sense of uh, internal thought to connect the literal statement to the metaphorical meaning no just pure verbal all right i want to talk about my lawsuit against halloween okay okay what do most people wave to do what do most people wave to do just to to greet to greet one another what's another word for a greeting uh a salutation what's another word for a salutation greeting what's uh something you would you say i saw you the other day and i waved this word to you. Hello? Yes. Hello. Okay. Hello. What's the first half of Halloween? Hello. They stole it from Big Wave Dave. Okay. Again, you're jumping to conclusions here. One is the greeting hello. And the yes. other, the first half of Halloween is hello. Hello yes. and hello. In 1978, when I trademarked TM with a circle around it, M copyright, C with a circle around it, the big wave implied in that was hallow waves stolen by Halloween. Again, I don't think this will hold up in any court. I'm surprised you're able to get it filed. Riddle me this. When someone 
says, hey, someone waved at me the other day. What's the first thing you ask them? How are you? No, you ask them, which hand did they wave with? Which? What's one of the main symbols of Halloween? Witches. Uh, and pumpkins. Jack-o'-lantern pumpkins. And witches. Which <laughs> hand did you Which? wave with? Okay, you're really jumping Classic. into... Okay, no, no. Classic copyright infringement. It's not a copyright infringement at all. It's quite different. When I explained this to Matt Stewart, he said, you know what? Take my job, take my spot on uh, Ross Purdy's podcast this week. I'll come back next year because this is important. Wait, so he knows. So that's why he didn't show up for this Zoom. He let me, he gave me the password and he said, look, I really believe in your lawsuit against Halloween for, for copyright, they're stealing your copyrighted greeting hello through big waving and through the imagery of witches. I don't know. Tell me I, this. I've never Tell asked, me. I've never asked anyone which hand did someone wave me with? Well, wave to me people with. in your life aren't friendly enough to be waving at you greetings from other sides of the road. And obviously you're not sharing that hilarious or even beautiful anecdote with your friends that lead to the question, which hand? Yeah, I, I suppose you're right. I don't, see, I don't see many people out there in my travels. Sometimes people wave with two hands, which is what we call hanging ten. Right, okay. Look, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say that's very similar to a surfing term terminology. It's nothing like surfing. It's ten fingers. You're waving with both hands. It's a very common greeting. It's delightful. People enjoy it. You say, hey, I, I saw Mike the other day. We were hanging 10 with each other down at the beach. Okay, no one's ever misinterpreted that. But occasionally it's been misinterpreted, but those people are wrong. Okay, so, I mean, how Tell many... Tell me this, Ross. Okay, here we go. When you were a child, did you like Halloween? Well, I liked the idea of Halloween. I mean, when I was younger... And, and when did you learn to wave? How old were you? Oh, God. Oh. When I was a young lad, like exactly. one, one or two. Halloween and waving, both things that we really embrace as children. It's another copyright breach. <sighs> okay, well, that logic, then, like, the spoken word is a copyright breach because that's also embraced by children. Well, I'm not, I'm not a representative for the spoken word. I represent big waving. That's why they call me Big Wave Dave. That's why they call you Big Wave Dave. It's more of a non-verbal greeting. Although sometimes people say, hello, well, they wave, which really digs back into my copyright against Halloween. Right. Okay, how did a ghost able to file a lawsuit? Well, uh, I do admit doing the paperwork was difficult because I can't hold a pen. So it's been a mostly verbal uh, lawsuit. I've been um, down there uh, uh, haunting the, the Chamber of Commerce and they said you were in the wrong building. You need to go down to the courthouse. That was my bad. I made a mistake. Pretty innocent, pretty innocent mistake. Everyone makes a slight mistake from time to time. The Chamber of Commerce looks quite similar to the courthouse. Mm. I think if something looks like something, it's perfectly fine to assume it's something different. I would never get upset at something like that myself. And then um, okay, sure. I was down at the courthouse and um, I was going, hello, hello. And then I sang my theme song. 
Come and catch a wave with me. Come and catch a wave with me. And they said, what do you want, big wave, Dave? And I said, I'm taking down Halloween. Yeah, That's as far as gone okay, so far. So, okay. So not only are you suing me, you're suing Halloween. Yeah. Okay. How did you file the lawsuit against me? I thought that was your estate. Well, I had the paperwork in. I'm, I'm sad to say I had the paperwork in before I came on your podcast because I've heard on the grape, grapevine that uh, maybe Ross is not that nice. Who? Who told you that? Uh, the Illuminati lady. Illuminati lady? When did, you, when, when did Carol Parker tell you this? Carol Parker. Uh, we were standing outside uh, the podcast studio about to go on. We were talking about what we were going to talk about on the podcast. She told me a bit about her. I told her how much I enjoy waving. And she said, that makes perfect sense because you're big wave Dave. She found that perfectly reasonable and um, did not question it at all. Okay. Well, we were and on air. She definitely, she definitely questioned it on air. Well, that's, that's the filthy, dirty Illuminati with their two-facedness. All right. Well, she is a robot, so she has no feelings. So, well, she might actually be in purgatory and not know it. Right. Okay. You know how you can tell a robot in purgatory? Uh, the machinery? They go clank, no. clank, clank? When you're grinding up against their bodies, our bodies are moist. Theirs, not moist. Right. They're rust. They just, uh, they just steal stiffness. And you just don't feel anything when you're having sex with them, but uh, you don't feel anything with sex with anyone. So it's as good as anything. And the rust, right? Yes, rust. Uh, rust can be fun to scratch off. Well, look, look, Big Wave Dave, ever since you died on my show, I have been getting a lot of flack, been dealing with a lot of PR issues. It's why I invited Carol back. And look, I've been feeling guilty, a little guilty about it ever since. I mean, Mark Maron's never had a guest die on his show. I don't think so, but he's had quite a few die since, and I don't think it's a coincidence. Okay, really? Well, yes, I think so. He had, um, he had, uh, who was that guy? He had um, Ed Asner on his show, 10 years later, dead. Really? Okay. Well, I don't think there's any real correlation between the two. You don't think demons are following around the podcast community? knocking off guests either on the air or 10 years later look i think mark Marin has a lot of inner demons that's a lot of what his early podcasts were about him trying to reconcile that with the people who he might have rubbed the wrong way i used to enjoy those podcasts i'd uh, sit on the beach looking out at the ocean thinking about catching a big wave and listening to mark Marin's podcast where he would apologize to people like louis and it was a fun time how did how the tables have turned? Now Mark, now Mark is the good one out of those two. It's amazing how people can recover from horrible things that have happened to them, such as me dying and you being sued. Hmm. Sure. I mean, yeah. I've, I've I've lost a lot of money right now, and I have no sway in the podcast community or the comedy community. And the fact that I haven't taken down the episode where you die yet shows a real lack of responsibility on my part. Well, there's hope. There's hope if you apologize to enough people and admit that you were the dick the whole time and that you were bitter and jealous and that you used to be a cocaine addict 
and that at one point you lived in Alphabet City in New York next to heroin dealers and saved a couple of cats from the alley, there's hope. Okay, but that doesn't wash my conscience of... That's nothing to do with you, a demon, an Illuminati demon, killing you on my podcast. Well, that's just a really uh, shallow way of looking at things. Look, it's not my fault you died. Could I have done more? Maybe. I'm only one man. Have you ever considered listening back to that episode of that podcast, which unfortunately is on loop in purgatory, because whatever, however you died, they just loop that just a reminder for you at all times. Um, could you ever consider that maybe if you didn't question me so much about my motives as a number one big wave catching expert in the world, that maybe the podcast would have wrapped up 10 minutes earlier and I would have lived? I think the demon that was following Carol around, if I remember correctly, she was, uh, the demon was annoyed with you and that's why the demon killed you. Well, I don't think I should be blamed just because I piss off a few demons. It was very much you not admitting to yourself how someone, anyone could misconstrue how you talk about hand-waving to surfing. Why would anyone, why, I don't see the correlation. How have, no you, how have you not, after everything that's happened, after no all the relation. time that's passed? I just, every now and then, I, I just feel a big swell behind me and I just like to catch that wave and throw my hand out, drift it across the air with the wind in my face, feeling the adrenaline rush and uh, watching out for sharks. And uh, when, have you ever, of... when have you ever needed to look out for a shark when... Waving some to waving to someone. I've seen that movie Sharknado. I know what can happen with sharks, and uh, waving can really get the air moving. Sometimes in a spiral-like manner, which uh, could cause a tornado at any point. Which, as anyone knows, any tornado can turn turn into a Sharknado. It's just a matter of uh, luck and hope. Because what now you're telling me that the idea of hand waving is so fragilely volatile that if you do it in a certain way you can cause a tornado oh well every there's causation effect it's the butterfly effect everything can lead to something else just because something's great and pure and beautiful and comes from your heart and is a easy to run great workshops that you can catch me in one of my workshops down at uh bell's beach this friday Come down at uh, sunrise, make sure you bring a wetsuit. It's a bit cold down there in the mornings. And uh, we'll teach you how to catch the big wave. Just because it's beautiful and pure and perfect doesn't mean it doesn't cause tornadoes. But if it does cause tornadoes, does that mean that we shouldn't, shouldn't be waving at people in case we accidentally cause a tornado? Well, I want to live in a world where people really beautifully share greetings and occasionally get caught in a tornado rather than a world where nobody ever greets anybody and there's no tornadoes i mean i would rather live in a world that didn't have any tornadoes well frankly i'd rather live in the world i'm in purgatory think about all the great anecdotes both catching a big wave and being caught in a tornado provide your regular human for great chatter down at the bar cafe or other gathering place Okay, but a tornado can ruin your livelihood. It can That's tear true. down houses. It can ruin uh, just your quality of life. Well, I've, always found, clean up. I've always found whether you're in a mansion or whether you're in the 
shell cavity of an ex-house destroyed by a tornado, everyone still enjoys someone waving at them. Okay, well, if I'm picking up the pieces of my blown-down house by a tornado, trying to make sure that there are survivors, make sure everyone in my family is okay, the last thing I want is some stranger waving to me. Like, that almost seems sarcastic at that point. I think it's a beautiful greeting and it's good to know that you're still a human. And Where's if you're going to be sympathy? a part, it's sent to man's sympathy. Where's the sympathy? Some stranger just waves, just waves at me and I'm picking up the pieces. My wife might have died. You're picking up the pieces and I'm over there catching five, catching 10, hanging 10, just uh, sharing some uh, dewy fresh air with you and uh, having a good old time. What I might want is maybe a sympathetic hug, some sort of emotional comfort. You don't get that from a wave. Well, you haven't taken one of my workshops. No, I haven't. Uh, you really should get down to the beach this Friday I morning. I, I don't want to take a workshop given by a ghost. Well, that just seems prejudice. What's that? I, I, I think that might be Matt Stewart trying to get back in. Oh, jeez. Someone turn it uh, off. Someone turn it off very um piercing into my ears can you if you hear it how do you know if he heard it if you can't tell your brain to hear it and now you, you think in your brain i'm i'm hearing it i verbalized what was that you did verbalize what uh, was that i did verbalize what was that i didn't know what it was and i verbalized every single thought i've ever had but i don't hear my thoughts in my head i don't have one of those internal Eternal, internal, uh, scrubs, JD monologues or whatever. You have no JD monologue? No. How do you set up your own cutaways? By reminiscing about a previous event that happened to me. But can you visualize them in a way that is in 4K quality widescreen imagery suitable for modern televisions? No, more like it's um, very bland. It looks more like blandly animated. That sounds more like a, a, a old school uh, cutaway rather than a, a JD style cutaway. That's it. I don't get those. Anytime I get a cutaway, I say, wow, that's just like the time when, and then I think of something that probably didn't happen. And it's crudely drawn. It's, it's very blandly animated. It's very generic looking. Uh, the way it's all angled is very boring. It's, all, it's the same sort of uh, set up like it's a stage or something and everyone's just look, you know. What if, what if Cool in the Gang want to show up? What about Cool in the Gang? Cool in, cool in the Gang often showed up in JD's cutaways. This isn't a JD Scrubs cutaway. Well, when I listen to the hit podcast, Real Friends Fake Doctors, starring the cast and crew of Scrubs, I enjoy their reminiscing about JD, the characters' cutaways to Cool in the Gang. Mm -hmm. Would you say they celebrate that? I think they do. I also enjoy when uh, Zach Braff apologizes to Louis C.K. for being a dick. Mm-hmm. Was that the name of the kid he beat up on Punked? Wait, did, this, did that happen? Did Zach Braff beat up a kid on Punked? 
Look it up. I will look that up. Is that Matt Stewart trying to call into you? Yeah, he's trying to communicate with me somehow. He says something about he's not aware of being a part of a bit on a podcast. Well, he, I'll, I'll be honest. When he said I voluntarily hand over my Zoom to you so you can really try and get some support for your very honest and real and valuable lawsuit against Halloween, what I meant was I pushed him down, stole a piece of paper, tied him in duct tape, and left him with a 1994 era phone, which is capable of phone calls, but not text. Right. That actually makes more sense than him just giving up his spot for a litigious ghost. He did say at the time, no. And I went, yes, you're doing a Halloween impression. It's almost like boo. And that just reminded me how angry I am at Halloween for stepping all over my trademark, trademark, which is a TM with a circle around it. I'm sorry, but what is your end game here with uh, the you Halloween lawsuit? The whole Halloween lawsuit. Do, do you want to take you, Halloween away? You go up to someone's house and say, trick or treat. Then what happens? They, they give you a treat. And if they, they give, give you a you, treat. How do they give you the treat? <sighs> By putting candy into your, into, your, into your basket thing with their hand. Which is the same thing you wave with. Yes. Is that where you're going with this? They stole that from me. Okay, but very different things. What, what, you what's look, your you, what's you your do it now? Put your hand in an magical, uh, imaginary bowl of candy and then move that hand towards an imaginary bucket of, uh, of a kid's lolly bag. That's, it's a wave. <laughs> That's not a wave. Your hand is extending. There's a, at least a 42% arc, which is the standard level to determine whether a hand movement has moved as far as a wave territory. I just don't understand. Your fingers are swayed. No, it's that's a, not it at all. That's not it at all. They stole that from me. They, no, no, no one's ever stolen anything from you. I've, I've had surfing stolen from me. I've had Halloween stolen from me. <laughs> How have you had surfing stolen from you? They've stolen some of my terminology. That, that, the terminology was around before you were around. I mean, how old my, are you? I am 52. My trademark went in in 1978. And we trademarked things such as catching the big wave. We trademarked huge swell. We trademarked dewy fresh air. And we trademark the term gnarly. I don't think you can trademark any of those things. Well, take it up with, take it up with my lawyers. Because we have trademarked those. If, if Kylie Jenner can trademark Kylie, we can trademark gnarly. Right, but what happens when I say Kylie? Nothing happens. You will have a lawsuit coming. What happens if I say that's hot? Is Paris Hilton going to sue me? Yes. You're fired. Is my boss at Domino's going to sue me? No, Trump's going to fire you. Right. Okay. Well, you know, surfing was around in the 60s. Long before you trademarked any of this in 1978. You didn't... Nothing was stolen from you from surfing. It was a very different sport in the 60s. They used long boards. They, uh, they wore tight little shorts. Hardly anyone wore rash vests. I'm still very trying different to... Sport. 
I'm trying to wrap my head around what is your end game with taking down Halloween? What what world do you want? Okay, if things went your way, what what world do you want? I would like a world where every time someone goes and goes trick or treating, then someone hands them candy. They say thanks for big waving me that candy. So what you want and is then, just your you want your stamp on the holiday. And then they hand them a, a pamphlet to one of my workshops. We've got one this Friday down on Bell's Beach. Catching the big wave with Big Wave Dave. Again, I just don't understand what anyone could get out of learning from a ghost. Just because I'm a ghost doesn't mean I can't teach. It kind of does. In fact, my waving has only improved since I'm a ghost because I hardly ever bang my hand into things while I'm really throwing out those big waves. It just goes through. I can wave in tight, tight places now. I can wave in a coffin. I can uh, throw out a big wave during a hug. I'm sorry, but waving in a coffin sounds horrifying to me. Well, wait till you get murdered by a demon and buried. And uh, you'll be very glad that you can wave down in that uh, coffin before you transfer yourself from the physical realm into the, uh, into the purgatory realm where we have unfeeling sex with rusty robots. And where even God has mistaken you for a surfer. Oh, well, that just annoys me. Okay, but God, like God is God. Nobody mistakes Jesus for a surfer. He's got long hair and uh, washboard abs and hangs around on a plank of wood. Okay, but Jesus doesn't walk around saying, hey, look at me, I'm hanging 10 on this crucifix. Watch me ride, watch me ride the divided waters of Moses or something. He walks on water. That's way closer to surfing than what I do. I mean, look, it's more similar, I guess. We're both involved yeah. water. He hangs and out with fishermen. Fishermen are often uh, hang out down at the beach. He also turns water into wine, so. He does, which is uh, the classic drink of a surfer. After a hard day surfing, they like to swirl some wine, smell it up and talk about the rich aromas. Okay, I'm pretty sure that's not at all like surfers. They're very stereotypically well, bohemian. I wouldn't know. I haven't met many surfers. I'm a big wave person myself, not a surfer. I don't spend time with that tribe. In fact, we have quite a rivalry. They look at me with disdain and I have my feelings hurt by that and just get on with my life. Okay. It, but it does seem like a real chip on your shoulder, though. I don't see where you're getting that. What do you mean? You don't see where I'm getting that. It's very simple to see where I'm getting that. You, you, you get really defensive over the comparison. Oh, I just don't understand it is all. I just don't get why anyone would ever think I'm a surfer. Just because I'm down at the beach catching some big waves. There you go again. What am I supposed to do? Just, you, you, just not catch waves because surfing stole that terminology from me? So, surfing did not steal that terminology. Okay. Big way, Dave. You're Tell living me what it. Happened. Yeah. Huh? What came first, the, the wave or the surfer? Oh, God. Oh. The wave. Exactly. Waving came first, but that doesn't mean the terms hanging at... 10, gnarly, all this stuff, they are associated with surfing. Most people in the mainstream associate this with surfing. Well, when I'm waxing down my board, which is what I call my hand. Okay, no one has ever called their hand a board. It's flat, it's hard, and you want to wax it before a good, uh, before a good wave, just in case uh, there's a fire down on the beach. You don't want to get your hand 
uh, damaged by that fire throwing out those big waves. Why would you be throwing, why would you be waving to someone during a fire? It's a beautiful greeting. Someone's down on the beach, there's a bonfire happening. The fresh dewy air is in the air and you just want to say hello to someone and you just want to feel a swell up behind you and you just start moving away from it at first because you're a little bit scared, but then you just want to catch that big wave, just let it swirl across you and uh, feel the wind in your face and share that wave. And then you, you just want to drop in on your mates and say hello. Okay, sure. You know what? You know what, Big Wave Dave? Maybe you're right. Maybe the world is out to get you and you're very specific, very niche. I never said anything about the world out to get me. Oh. It's just a little confusing to me why Halloween has stolen from me and why people confuse me with a surfer. Hall no, it makes a perfect sense. And Halloween has stolen nothing from you. I mean, what next? You're going to say Christmas is stolen from you because you hand That's people absurd. gifts? That's absurd. Santa uses two hands and uses a very thrusty forward motion. There's no arc. There's no 42% arc, which implement, implements a, a big wave. Santa's a very thrusty man. He uses reindeer to propel through the air, not the natural uh, environment around him which us big wavers use. Riddle me this, Ross. Oh God, here we go. <laughs> when rascally kids get up to no good on Halloween Eve, what do they throw at other kids slash windows and occasionally cars? Eggs. What's a good breakfast before a hearty session of throwing some big waves out down at the beach? I mean, personally, I don't know, but you're gonna say you're eggs, really aren't you? You want to really want some protein in you. You want a mix of protein and carbs to fuel you through that good early morning of catching some big waves and just sharing a good time with your buddies, having a few gnarly times and uh, dropping in and having a fun time. You don't need that much energy to hand wave to someone. Oh, maybe if you're doing just a little simple little uh, finger wave or a queen wave, but if you want to throw a big wave, Maybe hang 10 with the double wave. You want to really want to have a good hearty breakfast, some eggs, some toast, maybe a strip or two of bacon. You don't want to go over the top with bacon. I do not those... think that's the case. I really don't think even doing a big wave expels that much energy. Well, I think you might need to come down and take my workshop this Friday morning down at Bells Beach. I'm not taking another workshop by a ghost but actually knows nothing. I've been to the school of hard knock-knocks. What, what is the school of hard knock-knocks? A place I've just burnt a bridge with. How do they, I, I'm, I'm very, I'd love to learn about knocking because as a purgatory, I can't knock on a door anymore. I just have to walk through walls and uh, hand out my pamphlets straight into the living room. So I do miss knocking. I think that's Matt Stewart again. Look, uh, I shouldn't have left him that 1994 era Nokia, or Nokia as they call it in the States. Or those of us who, call, who live in Hawaii half the year call it a Nokia. Big wave, Dave. 
You're an old fellow. I, as much as much guilt as I feel over your death, I really hope you don't come back on and, and hijack my show again. What's the number one theme song of Halloween? Uh, uh, I, I don't know. It's the Monster Mash. Now. <laughs> really? Okay. You do the mash. Now, just think about throwing a big wave out there. That's a dance. It's nothing to do with hand waving. You think about how you want to prepare your hand for a big wave for the best possible aerodynamics as your hand swirls through the air. You want your fingers to really mash up together. You don't want a flayed hand or otherwise you're going to get wind resistance. It's, we call it a mash hand. And uh, Halloween stole that from me. Again, you think the world's out to get you. You think it's Trademark. stealing everything from you. Trademark mash hand with, with Big Wave Dave. I'm pretty sure you've trademarked none of the stuff you've said you've trademarked. By sending the paperwork, I wrote TM and did a circle around it. I wrote C yeah. and did a circle around circle it. Circle around the R and a circle around it. In fact, in our candy bars, it's indented into the chocolate. In the candy bars. Yeah, we have uh, the Big Wave bar. You can uh, buy it down at any 7-Eleven or, you know, your local um, beach side milk bar or fish and chip shop. Get a Big Wave chocolate bar. It's delicious. It's got nougat. It's got caramel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, got, uh, it's got a crunch element. It's great to hand out at Halloween as long as you pay our share. So perfect world. You would get paid every time someone was to hand off candy on Halloween. You want someone to, to mention you by name. Say, so that's a big wave. A, a, a wave over some candy to you. I, I think so. I, I find most parents and adults hanging out candy on Halloween usually go, there you go. There you go. Which I find quite insulting. It's like, piss off. Get out. There you go. Get out. Whereas if they went... Big wave Dave and handed a big wave bar and put it in the thing and then gave a Halloween big wave, everyone would be happier. I don't think so. I think you're just gonna annoy a lot of people. I think uh I think that's the world everyone wants to live in. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure you live in your, your own world. You don't even live in this world anymore. Purgatory is quite an interesting place. So how are we gonna settle this lawsuit between us? Uh, I am open to uh, cash offers. I have no cash. Uh, I am off open to uh, uh, free advertising on your podcast. That's not going to happen. Perhaps just 10, 10 to 15 minutes of each podcast could be dedicated mm. to advertising <laughs> my various endeavors. Definitely not. 10, 15 so minutes. There's the Big Wave workshops, How to Catch the Big Wave with Big Wave Dave down I'm on not, the beach. I'm not letting you advertise on this show. There's the Big Wave candy bar, available at all good fish and chip shops by the beach. Quite a lot of options. There's my new single, uh, Come and Catch a Wave with Me. Come and Catch a Wave with Me. That's coming out on Spotify. You could uh, advertise that. That's a terrible song. I'm not advertising. I'm not advertising that. Well, I think it's a fine song to share with uh, someone where you're 
down at the bar or cafe or other gathering place, sharing some anecdotes about some of your favorite uh, times people have waved at you, or maybe uh, some Halloween stories. I've never sat around with friends reminiscing about times people have waved at us. That's why you didn't know the witch connection. When people reminisce with me about their big waves, I was like, which hand? Again, none of this. None about, of this works. No. What about the classic Halloween costume where people wrap themselves in bandages? What's that called? Um, mummy. Who teaches you to wave first in your life? Okay, well, that's not there because it could be a dad. It could be an uncle. It could be a friend. Anyone can teach you to wave. Sometimes it's a mummy. And just lo and behold, sometimes lo and behold, Halloween has mummies. How does Dracula, how does Dracula connect? Well, he's got those big fangy teeth. Yep, he's got the fangs. And uh, if he is trying to uh, make a new friend, he doesn't want to smile at them because he doesn't want to reveal the fangs right away. So what he'll do is throw out a nice big friendly wave so he comes across as friendly and not uh, scary. I'm sure that's not really the case. Also, also up... Draculas can hide their fangs. And uh, he they hangs upside fangs. down. Hangs upside down, which is halfway to a hang ten, which is a big and he's not nothing to do, nothing to do with that. And he comes from Transylvania, which is almost like California, which is where <laughs> I run not my... Not at all. Not at all. Where I run my biannual Wayfest. Pennsylvania, California. maybe. California, no way. If there's, a, there's, there's a similar amount of um, syllables. Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> Well, I haven't actually had a chance to thank you, Dracula, for reminding me to 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 promote uh, Wavefest, which is biannual, uh, the big wave festival down on Santa Monica Beach, where wave catchers from around the world gather just to share a few waves with each other, maybe tell a few anecdotes around a bar or cafe or other gathering place. How do you have all this stuff going on and you're dead? I just don't think death should be a limit to your dreams or your uh, fastidious exploration of your fantasy life. Look, I feel guilty because I thought I ended your life. The demon ended your life. I wasn't the demon. Oh, I think, uh, I think I can uh, make you feel better. And uh, not just because I'm going to give you a big wave before the end of the podcast, but I will let you know. There's no guilt you must feel uh, for my death. No, I don't I feel any guilt because I thought, oh, I ended this, this man's life has ended. But clearly your life has just kept going and going and it kept being annoying and you kept suing I, people, even as a ghost living in purgatory. I just think uh, you just got to keep going in life. I think it's... Uh, but your life is over. Can... Your life is over. But clearly it's not. Well, it's like a wave. It's like, where does the wave begin and where does the wave end? Nobody knows. It's very simple to know when a wave begins and a wave ends. It's just somewhere on the spectrum of the wave. It's over here, now it's over here. <laughs> now no, it's coming back. There's no, spec there. there's no spectrum of hand waving. It's like an arc. It's like a... It's not an it's arc. Like 
you're just uh, you're just part of it. You're just feeling it. It's not a free act arc, a story arc that you might find on a show like Scrubs. Well, I do enjoy their um, some of their arcs, some of their callbacks, like when Brendan Fazier, coincidentally also the mummy himself, which brings it all back together, which is also how a wave works. You go, you start here, you go up there, then you bring back down, comes back where it begins. A bit, a, a small wave, just a queen wave. The, the audience can't see this, but a queen wave you'll see just stays in the one spot. But a big wave starts one place, goes another place, comes back. It's like a, it's like you go out, you come back in. You go out, you come back mm, in. Yeah. You go out, you come back in. Sure. What does this have to sure. do with Brendan Fraser? Brendan Fraser had a great arc on um, Scrubs. And he was also a ghost. And he was a mummy. And he was a mummy. And it all connects. And he was quite a bohemian in um, that, um, that uh, what's that, Encino Man. He was, literally a place, he was literally a caveman that was unfrozen. Which, was, which took place in California, home of Big Wave Fest. I am afraid to ask. Do you have anything you want to plug? I mean, you pretty much spent the whole time plugging. Oh, everything yes. I want to. I want to plug my upcoming lawsuit uh, against Halloween. Please, don't uh, sue Halloween. You're not gonna. It's not. You're not gonna win that. Just as long as Halloween, either pay me maybe ten cents for every wave of candy from a bowl to another bowl. That's too much. Or, it's still too much. Or rename it a big wave handover and to the treating it renamed a big wave transference. Kids would go up to house and go big wave transference. And then the parents would go big wave candy and hand over the candy. Hopefully a big wave Bob trademark big wave Dave available to you local fish and chip shop down near the beach. Um, I'd also like to sue uh, radios. Oh, what have they done? Oh, Apparently because the they, airwaves, they're on the airwaves. Yeah. I just heard about that a couple of days ago. They've been using waves to transfer music, which is a trademark Big Wave Dave. Okay, but airwaves, air radio waves have been a long way longer than you've had that thing copyrighted. Well, they should have copyrighted it beforehand. They did copyright it beforehand. Have you ever well, won any of these lawsuits? I find it's like a wave. You do it for the process, not for the rewards. So that's no, you've never won, won a lawsuit. I've had some great processes. Sometimes when you're in the middle of a wave or a lawsuit, you just feel like you're alive in a way that you never feel like you're alive when you're dead and in purgatory because you're not alive and you can't feel anything. Hmm. You're probably going to end up in hell when God files that paperwork. Well, as long as I can, uh, down in hell, as long as I can gather on a, a beach, maybe Santa Monica or Bells or Waimea Bay and just gather a few friends and teach them how to catch the big wave, I'll be uh, happy wherever I am. I no longer feel any guilt whatsoever for your death. I will take any consequences. You are an interesting and irritating fellow. 
Thank you. Like take that as a compliment. That's not not meant to be one. Well, much like a wave, it it, it kind of came and went with a little sting at the end, but it came back to a warm beginning, much like when you accidentally wave into a fire. You the beginning it feels nice and warm. There's a bit of a sting at that peak, but it comes back in. A bit like uh, Brendan Fraser's career, really beautiful in the beginning, a bit of a sting in recent years, but he's making a comeback, just like a big wave. Brendan Fraser is like a big wave. Just his career. I suppose, Dude. happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. Uh, I believe there's a fun show coming up at, uh, at, the, at the Northcote Social Club. Uh, I'm running a competing uh, big, How to Catch the Big Wave workshop in the car park to that particular show, but uh, feel free to come to both. No, November 30th. November 30th. No, come, come to the Rainbow Piss show. Gonna have to speak out it. It's gonna be me, I'm gonna do Rainbow Piss. There's gonna be special guests, the two little dickheads. Heard great things about the two little dickheads. And, I gotta uh, tell you, they're little dickheads, you're a huge dickhead. I take I, that as a as a warm beginning and a stingy end, just like a wave into a fire. And uh, just gather in the car park with us and learn about how to catch the big wave or go and watch some hilarious comedy with Mr. Rando Rainbow Piss. Don't, don't go to a parking lot and learn hand waves from a ghost. Wow, that... I don't know why anyone would not want to do that. That sounds really cool. You can um, bring along some of your leftover Halloween candy and I can explain why you don't deserve it. I hope Matt Stewart's still alive.